Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We love to share information with you. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are listening to the show. We have a very, very good number of people listening to the radio show. So we want to bring you as much information as we possibly can because we know that you're listening for a reason. You want to be healthier. And we can provide you with evidence that vitamins and minerals and natural medicines, herbal medicines, can provide you with the health that you need, want, and desire with a healthy diet. You can't eat a bad diet and just supplement your diet with vitamins and minerals. You'll, you'll just, in fact, halfway into the program, I have a very good article, a new study that I want to share with you that proves how different a diet is. If it's a healthy diet, you'll get better results no matter what. The foundation of your health is what you eat. But now we are not eating the foods that we should. And even the foods that we eat that are very good for us aren't very good for us anymore because they're not as healthy as they were once 50 to 100 years ago. Our food supply has diminished in terms of the vitamins and minerals that should be there in higher quantities, but the foods that are grown today do not have the nutritional value they once had. So you can eat as good as you possibly can, but still you're going to have less vitamins and minerals than our great-grandparents had. So that's why supplements are important every day you eat. Daily vitamins and minerals and other natural Herbal medicines are critical to our health. And if you get the highest quality, the best natural herbal medicines, they will outperform drugs. And the best of all, whether or not you get results, there are no side effects. With drugs, there's always side effects. Always. There's no drug that I know that provide some benefit and no side effects. All drugs come with a list of side effects. So go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can listen to the radio show wherever you are. If you're on a trip someplace and you want to listen to the radio show, all you have to do is open up your computer, go to the Terry Talks Nutrition website, and click on Live. And you will listen live to our radio show anywhere you want, in the, anywhere you are in the world, or anybody else in the world can listen to the radio show by just changing your times wherever you are to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA, in the Midwest, Central of the United States. Or you can go to the radio show section and go to the archive section 
And we store many of the radio shows there for your enjoyment. You can pull up a show anytime you want, wherever you are, anytime it's your convenient for you to listen to a radio show. And you can do the same for our newsletter. I send out a newsletter every Friday to give you more information on health and nutrition. And you can subscribe to it. And you can also go in and read all the past newsletters that are in the archive section of the newsletters. And if you want to look up something special, like on arthritis or hypothyroidism, or something that you would like to know more about. If you go to the e-newsletter archive section section, and go to the search section and type in the word, a keyword that will bring up a number of newsletters that will address that topic. There's lots of information at terrytalksnutrition.com. And today we have a really wonderful list of feature topics that will help you have better health. In fact, our feature topic today is how to relieve arthritis with rose hips. I'm sure you all have seen rose hips. You all have seen roses, right? And today I'm sure you may wait, you may be waiting for the roses to bloom, but they're a ways off yet. But if you examine them, you'll find a little hard berry. Those are the rose hips. We don't eat them, but we can make jam or preserves. There's soups. I think they have to be cooked. I have never consumed them, but they're available now in capsule form as a supplement. So what does rose hips do in terms of relieving arthritis? Rose hips are actually the seed pod of the rose plant. They're found in the stem below the flower. They turn red or orange when ripe. I've seen fields of them. In, in the Scandinavian countries, they grow them as a crop to sell for people that have arthritis. And now that has come to the U.S. Rose hips have a very unique benefit in terms of relieving the symptoms of arthritis. They reduce the inflammatory compound and the cartilage that destroys the enzymes associated with arthritis. And when they're combined with type 1 collagen, rose hip has also been shown to stimulate collagen production by 40% versus a placebo that has no value. Even if, even if it's based on a cellular model of collagen production, it has no significant value, where the type 1 increases by 
Now, based on a clinical study in Germany for people with arthritic knee pain, added rose hip with type 1 collagen to their existing treatment plan for 12 weeks. And the results, 42% reduction in pain associated with arthritis, plus reduction in stiffness and improvement in mobility, flexibility, and movement. This is a brand new study. In fact, there's like three or four really good studies on rose hips and how it relieves arthritis. Now, type 2 collagen is a protein built from amino acids, and there are 28 different collagen types, not just type 1, type 2, type 3, but 28 different collagen types. Type 2 collagen is the only form that's found in the joints and associated with the joints. Shown in a clinical study to improve the range of motion, muscle strength, while relieving pain in patients with arthritis. Now, the average improvement on this study indicated 60% increase in range of motion, 76% improvement in muscle strength, and 73% reduction in pain. This is based on a study with rose hips and type 2 collagen, as well as type 1 collagen. Type 1 covers many of the functions in the body of collagen. Type 2 satisfies joint structure and function. So how do you use this type of product? Well, I would take around 500 milligrams of rosehip peel extract with type 1 collagen and 20 milligrams of type 2 collagen twice a day. This is a rosehip formulation that was originally designed many years ago. 20, 25 years ago, but in a very crude manner in the country Denmark. It was not very successful because it was such a crude extraction method that you had to take 10 capsules daily. So over the years, over the past 25 years, a German company has been working on rose hips to get it to a more concentrated strength from only the peel of the rose hip. And now, 
from their research, they, in the research, they only used two capsules daily. You could double that if you like, initially, because sometimes I think when you jumpstart a product, it works better. So for example, if the recommendation is one tablet daily or two tablets daily, I'd like to double that for a week or two, just to get a saturation of the nutrients to support whatever indication you're trying to support, whether it is joint structure and function or liver function. Because if you've been struggling and you take the recommended dosage, it may take you longer to get the results. So I like to get a heavier dosage, about double the dosage for a couple of weeks. Not long-term, just a couple of weeks, and then go back to the recommended dosage. And from all the research on rose hip peel extract, type one collagen and type two collagen using a serving twice a day, there were no adverse effects reported, no side effects reported. Very, very safe. Because you're using food. There rarely, rarely is ever a side effect when you use food. Rose hip is a food. In the Scandinavian countries, they sell a rose hip jam for spreading on your bread. It's natural. It's a food. So you may also want to give some additional pain relief. And another additional pain relief is made up of a combined combination of curcumin, boswellia, and black sesame seed oil. This is a combination that relieves pain very effectively. And usually, they come in soft gel capsules, two capsules, two or three times daily. Now, you can use these two formulations together or separately to see which one gives you the best and the most effective pain relief and best results for repairing the damage to your joints. We can repair to a certain extent, not 100%, and it will vary with individuals. But we can help repair our joint structure and function. Type 2 collagen. Remember, this is what also is combined with the rose hip. It is shown in clinical studies to improve the range of motion, muscle strength, while relieving pain in patients with arthritis. I want to show you, I already mentioned this, but I just want to emphasize to show you how impactful the type 2 collagen can be for your joints. The average improvement based on scientific clinical studies, 60% increase in range of motion. 76% improvement 
and muscle strength. Think about the areas where we need muscle strength. Getting out of a chair, walking upstairs, pumping the brakes. You know, we need strength. And as we get older, we lose a percentage of our muscle strength every year, every decade. And that's why the elderly can't get out of a chair on their own. They need assistance to get out of the chair. They can't go upstairs very well. And on top of this, if you're overweight, it's even more difficult. You've lost the range of motion. You lost more muscle strength. And you have more pain. This is the way to deal with pain. Relieve pain up to 73%, improve your muscle strength by 76%, and increase your range of motion by 60%. This is a no-brainer. This is a formulation for everybody. So, shall we replace the late-night snack with breakfast? So get all your calories early in the day. You know, they always say eat breakfast like a king and eat, eat lunch like a queen and your dinner like a prince. Your meals get smaller as the day goes on. And they actually have done some research to prove that this is very effective So researchers actually compared the effects of skipping breakfast and eating a late night snack versus eating the same total calories but over breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No nighttime snack in overweight and obese adults. And the results of this study when subjects of the study, the participants, skipped breakfast and ate a snack four hours after dinner, they were twice as likely to experience daytime hunger and ate too much and overate versus when eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They also experienced slower metabolism an activation of the gene that encourages body fat storage, storing more fat. When your body consumes a lot of food, there are genes that are switched on to store the body fat. If you're eating that much food, the body believes that you are preparing for fasting or for not getting much food in the future, a famine. This study confirms previous research that reporting better results for insulin levels and body weight when eating early in the day versus late in the evening. So if you consume a very healthy breakfast, 
a very good size breakfast. Don't skimp on the breakfast. Three or four eggs, however you like them. Don't fry them, over fry them. You can gently fry them. I fry them when I want scrambled eggs, but I am constantly stirring them and on a very low heat. So they're very moist. They're not dried out. They're not burnt. So three or four eggs, four or five, six slices of bacon, maybe a very small piece of fruit or a dish of berries with cream and maybe a cup of coffee. Now, with a hearty breakfast, Research has proven that you'll eat 500 calories a day less. Now, if you eat 500 calories a day less for seven days, that's equivalent to losing one pound a week. It takes 3,500 calories less to lose a pound. And you'll eat less at lunch, and less at dinner. But start off your day with a hearty breakfast. And yes, lots of protein and lots of fat. I would also consume at least two tablespoons of olive oil with my breakfast. And even more. I'm writing a book on olive oil. I've been following Dr. Mary Lynn, excuse me, Mary Flynn, who is the associate doctor, professor at Boston University and has been studying olive oil for 30 years. And she said olive oil has the best ability to cure, treat, prevent every disease known to man. After 30 years of research, that woman knows what she's saying. And to say that olive oil is the most powerful food known to her after 30 years of research. It's amazing what olive oil can do for your health. But don't just drizzle it on your food. Don't dip bread into your olive oil. But consume it off a spoon then you know you're getting the full content of the olive oil. You're not wasting any left on the plate or in the bowl if you drizzle it on food. And you'll have a better ability to lose weight. And olive oil also has the ability to switch on healthy genes that make you lose weight, that help you lose weight. This is all in your benefit. So here's some very unique symptoms of what I call long, L-O-N-G, long COVID, and what you can do about them. You know, maybe you've had the infection associated with the virus or viral infection known as COVID-19. Many have. 
Many have survived, but now they have to contend with symptoms that don't go away. That's why they're called long COVID. Because these are symptoms that are persistently hanging on. And there's doctors, professors, researchers trying to find why they hang on and what we can do about them. So here are some unique symptoms of long COVID. That means after the infection syndrome. Symptoms long after getting sick. Also known as post-after, post-POST, infection syndrome. Are not new news. Many viral and bacterial infections cause symptoms that linger for weeks, months, and even, yes, years. Example, chronic Lyme disease. Once you've been bitten, you are plagued with symptoms for maybe ever. And in addition to these symptoms, fatigue, researchers have identified unique symptoms of long COVID that are not usually reported for other post-infection syndromes. such as heart palpitations, hair loss, very, very common in women. They're losing large patches of hair, not just a little bit of hair on the pillow or in the, in the sink, but large clumps of hair. Chest pain, very, very common. Shortness of breath. These are some very serious symptoms that are plaguing many individuals who have already had COVID-19, the viral infection. Oh, you may consult your physician, but they have not been successful in recommending a solution for these symptoms, heart palpitations, hair loss, chest pain, and shortness of breath. So here's three recovery tips. Well, I just looked at the clock on the wall, and we are going into a commercial break. So I don't want to get into these recovery tips until we come back. I don't want to just suggest a few information and leave. So don't go away. I've got some really good tips for you as how to recover the long COVID symptoms. So we'll be back right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. We're back here with Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. We have another portion of the program coming up to the top of the hour, so we have lots of time to share some good information with you. We talked about long COVID. Long COVID uh, is, is a number of symptoms that continues to linger on long after 
the infection has been cleared. Like losing your hair. Heart palpitation. Fatigue. A number of these situations. Shortness of breath. Chest pain. Some have told me that chest pain is so severe they thought they're having a heart attack. But we can find that there are some tips that we can use to reduce long COVID, meaning that it's hanging on much longer after the infection has been cleared. Now to increase energy levels and reduce fatigue, a medical expert, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, suggests red ginseng. In a study of people with chronic fatigue, those who have benefited from red ginseng had a 67% average increase in their energy levels. Now, this can be used by anyone. In fact, red ginseng is my go-to formula for increasing energy levels. I love the product. It works fantastically. You'll see results in a matter of a day or two, at least four or five days. But many people have reported almost instantly that they could feel a change in how they were dragging around until they had a good boost of energy. So it increases energy levels by 67%. That's huge. Now, how to improve lung and respiratory health? Well, the answer by a medical expert is Boswellia. B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A, Boswellia. In a one-month clinical trial, 84% of participants with long COVID, treated with nutritional supplementation, including boswellia, zinc, quercetin, and vitamin D, had improvement in their symptoms, which included cough and shortness of breath. To promote hair growth and regrowth, experts have found millet seed extract it's an oil that's extracted from the millet seed. Some call it bird seed. A little round, almost like a, like a small BB, yellow in color. Millet is a cereal, but it contains an oil, not a very high quantity of oil, so it takes tons and tons of millet seeds. But they found out in research in Japan that there is a compound in millet seed in the oil which stimulates hair cell growth and regeneration. So you can look for this millet seed oil. And then shown in a clinical study to accelerate the regrowth of hair loss due to cancer chemotherapy treatments. This was a study done in Japan 
where many, many people lose their hair under chemotherapy and radiation. They lose their hair entirely. But they have shown in this Japanese study that the people do not lose their hair or less hair when they are consuming millet seed oil. And then it was proven in people that were not on chemotherapy that it would regenerate and regrow hair loss. It somehow seems to support hormonal balancing in the body that helps to regrow and renew hair loss. So these are three tips that will be helpful to recover from the long COVID as we know it is today. Now here's a very interesting study. A study of a drug, and the drug is considered an anti-inflammatory drug. Well, that sounds good. I'm not in favor of drugs in any case. I haven't taken a drug for 50 years. I don't take any drug at all. I may have taken an antibiotic maybe for a week for some reason. Maybe, I don't know what it'd be. I can't remember that either. But I don't take any drug consistently. Haven't for 50 years. But drugs can be valuable in terms of saving lives and have a more powerful effect than nutrition and botanical medicine. So this is actually a drug drug which has anti-inflammatory function and blood cell production. Now that sounds very interesting. That caught my eye as soon as I saw it. Inflammation is bad for your blood cells. Our red blood cells are required, not required, but they do carry oxygen. And our white blood cells fight infection. And they're born, they're born and renewed in the bone marrow. So as we age, inflammation in the bone marrow slows blood cell production. So we don't want inflammation. Because therefore it increases the risk of anemia, infection, and even cancer. One study reports that 75% of men over the age of 90 are anemic, have low red blood cell counts. In a new study, researchers report that a drug, this brand new drug prescribed for rheumatoid arthritis blocks inflammation in the bone marrow Sounds good, because it stops the activity of an inflammatory compound called IL-1B. This is a compound that's found in the body, 
called IL-1B. The experts, the researchers, speculate this drug could help people live longer and healthier lives by preventing the decline in blood cell production associated with aging. You know, everything gets weaker as we get older. We don't lift as much. We don't run as fast. All things change as we get older, right? You know, the Aaron Rodgers is 39. They think he's getting, you know, maybe he's got one more year, maybe two more years. He's, football players don't last. They get weak. Their legs give out. They don't run as fast. We all do. It's the process of aging. But maybe there's something we can do to slow the aging process, not stop it. We're not going to live to be 120, but maybe we can age very gracefully, very slowly, and still maintain some youthful characteristics of our body. Now, one problem with this drug, I should say several problems with this drug, because this drug causes headaches, joint pain, nausea, vomiting, and fever. Now, all of these or any one of these is reason to take a drug. So if you take this drug as an anti-inflammatory compound, then you're going to cause these symptoms or some of these symptoms, which may require the doctor to prescribe another drug to alleviate these symptoms. So how do we stop IL-1B? Naturally, without the side effects. How can we reduce inflammation and have more and healthier red blood cells without the drug and the obvious side effects that may or may not occur with the drug. Well, the best solution to replace this drug, you know, I always tell you, natural medicines have a pronounced effect and safer effect treating conditions of the body. Now, there is an herb. Well, it, actually, it's, an, it's, a, it's a spice. And it is curcumin. Curcumin is, as the Indians in India say, the all-in-one solution. It, is, it does everything. Curcumin from turmeric has been shown in multiple studies to reduce the activity of IL-1B. The same as the drug, but no side effects. In fact, in a recent study, researchers looked at IL-1B first in cellular studies, just a cell study in a Petri dish, where they found curcumin reduced IL-1B levels 
by as much as 90%. Then they looked at IL-1B levels in animals that a healthy diet or an unhealthy diet that mimics the American diet. The animals that ate the standard American diet had 1L1B, IL, excuse me, IL1B, levels three times higher. That means more inflammation than animals on a healthy diet. So still, you haven't reduced all the inflammation because the American diet causes inflammation. So if you're taking a, an NSAID or some anti-inflammatory drug, or even if you're taking a natural supplement, natural supplement that has anti-inflammatory properties, and you're eating a very bad diet, you're not gaining very much with what you're spending on the anti-inflammatory. And this study proves that out. Because when these animals were given curcumin along with their unhealthy diets, their IL-1B levels returned to normal. But if you put them on a healthy diet, you get a better effect than on, on an unhealthy diet. So it goes to show that food is your medicine and supplements are your natural medicines. So what have we learned about curcumin over the last 20, 25 years? That's about how much it has been researched. In fact, there are over 20,000 studies right now on curcumin, and most of them have been done in the last 20 years. But curcumin has been used for over 5,000 years in India and Asia. First of all, curcumin is the medicine. Turmeric is the spice, and I use turmeric almost every day as a spice when I'm cooking, when I'm making scrambled eggs or an omelet, when I'm marinating some meat or salmon. I sprinkle a lot of turmeric, the spice, on my food. But it doesn't have enough curcumin in the turmeric to give you the medicinal value. There's only about 2 to 4% of the turmeric root containing curcumin. So it has to be highly concentrated. They may take tons of turmeric and extract out the curcumin up to a standardization of 95%. But curcumin, even at 95%, is not very easily absorbed out of the intestinal tract into the bloodstream. 
But when you combine curcumin with turmeric essential oils, it is a very safe and effective way to ensure additional absorption. It is the most studied, this combination of curcumin and turmeric essential oil is the most studied enhanced absorption curcumin in the world. Curcumin can be combined with other anti-cancer ingredients such as grapeseed extract or boswellia or andagraphus. Andagraphus is one of my most favorite herbs. It is a multitasker. It does, it does more than curcumin and in a stronger way, more powerful. So the dosage on curcumin is up to 750 milligrams of enhanced absorption curcumin daily with the turmeric essential oils. And in some cases can be doubled up to 1,500 milligrams or more. Constipation. I don't think that'll ever go away. There's always a very high percentage of people that have constipation. And constipation with doctors, they just kind of don't believe in it. Oh, you, it's okay if you go once or twice a week. Well, that's not bad at all. Well, it is bad, or, it is bad and at all. So how do we get rid of constipation? Well, first of all, probiotics is very helpful for regulating the bowel and the intestinal tract. A new study, 80 adults age 65 or older with chronic constipation were randomized to, re to receive either a probiotic supplement or a placebo daily for four weeks. The results of this study no significant changes were seen in the placebo group, while the probiotic group had nearly a 25% reduction in their overall constipation symptoms, which means the frequency of bowel movements, abdominal pain, and bloating, including a 47% improvement in bowel frequency. There's also a very old herbal combination going back thousands of years used in Indian medicine that restores digestive function. Randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial of 50 adults with gastrointestinal issues, primarily constipation. Half took 800 milligrams of an herbal combination, including 14 Ayurvedic herbs, such as andagraphus, as one of the top herbs in the Ayurvedic herbal combination, or in matching placebo for 14 days. They took two or three servings 
of this combination of 14 herbs before bedtime with a full glass of water. The results of this study, at the study beginning, only 12% of the subjects experienced more than three bowel movements a week. But by the end of the study, the herbal group increased to 76% of participants having more than three bowel movements a week. No change in the placebo group. Additionally, the herbal group experienced 75% reduction in abdominal pain versus no change in placebo, 70% reduction in indigestion versus no change in placebo, 77% reduction in acid reflux versus no change in placebo. This is a very powerful combination, has been used in India for thousands of years. The Ayurvedic doctors studied herbal medicines of the Indian class of herbal medicines and put together 14 classic Ayurvedic herbs, including Galangala and Agraphis, that would be beneficial for relieving digestive and intestinal complaints. This is a very powerful combination. So there are other ways to relieve constipation. Probiotics are alive. So look for guaranteed numbers at time of use, not at time of manufacture. The right kind is more important than a big number. Look for probiotics that are naturally found in the human gastrointestinal tract. Lactobacillus plantarum. Lactobacillus rhamnosus, and Bifidobacterium bifidum. These are three natural human strains of bacteria and very powerful for growing the natural, healthy, good bacteria in the intestinal tract. Take 800 milligrams of the herbal complex, 14 herbs, with eight ounces of water at bedtime. This is a great combination including turmeric, greater galangula, endographus, licorice, coticola, pepper, long pepper, sarsaparilla. All these are very, very effective in a combination of relieving intestinal complaints such as constipation. You might also add temporarily magnesium citrate, not just any magnesium, Magnesium citrate or magnesium oxide. Both of these magnesiums are very poorly absorbed. So as they stay in the intestinal tract, they draw moisture, water into the intestinal tract. So it softens the stool and gives you an easier way to evacuate the stool than when it's hard and dry. 
and you can temporarily decide what is the best dosage of magnesium. Maybe one capsule, try one capsule at bedtime, or try two. But you will have to regulate based on your needs and your degree of the inability to eliminate the stool. Also, a couple of tablespoons a day of olive oil always works. It stimulates the flow of bile, and a large percentage of your stool is made up of bile. So this is an easy way to eliminate constipation. We're almost out of time, and how that time really flies by. I have so many other subjects I want to open up today, but we won't even get nearly through any of them to make a really good choice for you or help you change your life. So I just want to encourage you to use these ideas. They work. They give results. There are no side effects. They're easy to do. And if you have any questions, any problems, the good people at health food stores across the country know how to help you. They have a good history of helping people and know what works. Go to your health food shop, talk to the clerks there or the owner there to get more information how you can use natural medicines and herbal products to have a better, healthier life without, without side effects. This is so important. And every day, do something constructive for your health. Get rid of the sugar. Drastically, drastically reduce carbohydrates. Emphasize proteins from meat, fish, seafood. More fats, like olive oil. We need fats, not carbohydrates. Get more sleep. Go to bed at night. Exercise more. Get some good quality exercise. I love the kettlebell swings. I love the kettlebell squats. Kettlebell deadlifts. All very, very good for functionally improving your health on a day-to-day -day basis. And with that, my friends, I'm all out of time. Say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.